0: I, 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 and me you be on some hot nigga Like I talked to see when I shot nigga Like you seen him twirl and he dropped nigga And we keep the mind millies on my block nigga And my thing back He's, He's back Come on Admit it You missed him you missed Papa Trump. You missed former President Donald John Trump as much as I have. Don't even fucking kid yourselves. Come on. You loved seeing him yesterday, you loved seeing him walk into that courtroom. Black power fist in the air, which I predicted. And you love seeing him sit there with that smug look on his face of you dumb motherfuckers. You think you're coming after the Teflon Don? You think you're coming after bone thugs and harmony? You try to treat me like Al Capone? You got another thing coming, hombre. They tried to take me down. Over and over again. You're not taking down the Don. You're not taking him down. Matter of fact, the only reason he's on trial is because you need him. You need him to be on trial. You need him front and center. Exactly what I said fucking two and a half years ago before this election started. If you put that old sack of shit Biden in there, that fucking dummy that fucking walking meat sack with dementia in there who's not going to give you anything fun and could fuck up the country, which he has. You're not going to have anything fun in your life. You're not going to have anything exciting anymore. It would all be over. It would all be so goddamn boring that we would all beg for Donald John Trump to be back in office. And what's happened? What has transpired over the last two and a half years of Biden's presidency that made us crave, crave the days of Donald Trump again? Well, let's start with the obvious. Dude's old as shit. Can't even form a whole goddamn sentence. When he talks... It's as if you stuffed 800 marbles into your mouth, and you still had 400 left to go. It sucks. It's boring. He doesn't take any questions from anybody. He would, maybe, if shit was going right, but it's not. Been a recession now for better part of eight, nine months. Food prices through the roof. Gas prices through the roof. Media is on his side. So then we're kind of stuck because the media can't say anything negative about Biden. They got him elected. Was the, the, the last election stolen? Sort of. You know, I'm not going to go down the Dominion route because I don't have any fucking evidence of it so far. Neither does anybody else. But the media certainly rigged it for him. The fucking FBI certainly rigged it for him. They killed the fucking Hunter Biden laptop story in the New York Post. We all knew the goddamn thing is real. Even 60 Minutes, Leslie Stahl was like, Donald, I've talked to my sources and they're saying this isn't real. This is untrue. This is fake. It's true. All of it's true. All of it's true. Now, the problem is when all of it's true and you have all this negative shit going on in the country... And you can't write about it, you have nothing to write about. CNN had their lowest ratings in fucking two decades, three decades. They don't know what to do. They're trying to hire Gail King to take over the morning show with Charles Barkley. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, Gail King, Oprah's best friend, and Charles Barkley to host a morning show on CNN that's how desperate they were for ratings they were praying that would happen yesterday they were praying trump would get arrested yesterday so they could go wall to wall have every anchor on board everybody on staff puckered up tightened up ready with their quotes finally have a story to talk about we finally have one thing to talk about in this world oh trump's back papa trump's back and they were just sitting on those fucking one-liners dude anderson cooper a coops he's been shackled up they chained up that bird and put him in a fucking cage and he was sitting on that line, too, man. Sitting on that one line forever. And then he finally got to drop it yesterday. And he dropped down into a real deep, somber voice. As, as deep as you can for a gay man. And he dropped down in a deep, somber voice. As if it was a sad day for our nation. And, and he just couldn't bear it. And his one line was, Today... At 1.47 p.m., Donald Trump has been arrested. And then he just just left it there. He let it hang in the air for a little bit. As if that was his one shining moment. The end of March Madness, you know? That was his one slam dunk and the cut-together footage of one shining moment. You knew you were a star. That was it. Cooper was waiting for it. And he was like, God damn it, it's finally here. Now on the other side of this, Papa Trump also needed it. DeSantis was uh, creeping up in the polls and all that shit. Trump's off social media. Signed the deal with truth. Not the best deal probably. Uh, obviously, hindsight is is uh, twenty twenty on this one. He didn't know Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter and they were going to invite him back. He didn't know Facebook was going to invest all their money into a, a fucking headset with uh, people who look like they're from uh, Tetris in 1986 that nobody would give a shit about. And the company would end up laying off half its staff, losing 75% of its stock. And uh, and they'd be fucked without anybody being able to post about Trump. Sorry. And they invited him back. So Trump didn't have any anywhere to go until yesterday. They arrested him. 34 felony counts. We read them off yesterday, and uh, they got nothing here. These are uh, trumped-up charges pun very much intended there. They can't do anything with these goddamn things. Every legal pundit on every single fucking outlet was just really reaching yesterday. They were like, I don't know what we can do with this or what his intention is. I'm not really sure uh, what's going to uh, happen or how they're going to tie him to it. And... Uh, Shit, let's cut to Alvin Bragg, the, the guy who actually charged him with this to kind of see uh, what the fuck he's trying to do with this. And then Alvin Bragg has a news conference. The DA in Manhattan, a uh, real piece of shit, that guy, worthless, trying to make a name for himself. There had to have been some major money thrown at him because once all this is tossed, he's kind of fucked at that point. So I'm imagining there was some buyout behind the scenes where they were like, look, we'll give you fucking 20 mil and, uh, and you can go live on an island somewhere because you're never going to have a career in law after this. There's nothing here that'll really fucking stick. So good luck. Cause most of this shit was from six years ago. I read it. I read the indictments when they came out. I read the lawsuit. Been in a few of them, know what to look for at this point. Now, the interesting thing with the state of New York is you don't actually have to say what exactly you're indicting them for. That can come out later in a trial. It's bullshit. It's a fucking legal loophole, but let's face it, all lawyers are fucking idiots. Idiots who are just taking our money. Actually, they're smart enough to be taking our money because it's out there. People will sue, everybody's got dollar signs in their eyes. They see a splashy lawsuit in the headlines and they're like, ooh, I can get some of that money. I can get some of that money, dog. And then it never really pans out. Now, in this case, it's something totally different where they're just trying to make Trump look like an asshole, but in the meantime, it gave him fuel. Let's face it. He's at his best when he's back down in a fucking corner like this. And what did he do? He sat there in court, again, smug look on his face, said, I'm not guilty. Walked out of there, hopped onto the old Trump plane. They followed it like fucking OJ's Bronco on the 405. Followed it all the way as high into the sky as they possibly could. And then everybody cut away and said, what a sad day. Now me, I knew exactly what was going down. A motherfucker was heading back to Amaralago to do a press conference, dude. I thought it was going to be a simple presser. I was wrong. I was sorely mistaken. Turned out he had he had that place filled, like he was accepting the nomination for president of the United States. Holy shit! The speech he had last night, it went roughly 25 minutes. Uh, CNN aired it. Fox aired it uh, in its entirety. And he was back. He didn't need social media anymore. Every single streaming service um, there was uh, had this goddamn thing on. And then it was on fucking 800 YouTube channels. And everybody was watching it live. And I'm going to be honest. It was one of his best speeches he's ever had. I don't know how the fuck he's doing it at seventy six years old, but god damn it! If, if if it wasn't entertaining, dude, it was entertaining as shit. It really it made me realize how much I miss it, how much I miss him. A lot of people ask me, Ross, why did you love Papa Trump in the first place? Why did you love him back in twenty fifteen when he when he started running? Well, I'll I'll, I'll be honest with you here. Uh, in 2015, as it was going down, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was really fucking funny. Uh, he had flirted with it in the past and, uh, and never followed through with it. At one point he was a Democrat. Uh, and then he flipped over to Republican. Once he realized all oh, they were they were fucking crazy and all this other shit and uh, and it made me laugh. I thought it was fun. Make America Great again was a fun slogan. The hat was fun. Was wearing it on the shows, and uh, and it was a funny thing that I didn't think would actually happen. I really didn't. I really, I, I honestly didn't believe that that he would become president at the time. Then you start to roll through the primaries. You're like, wait a minute! He's cutting everybody off. He's hilarious. He's got these crazy quotes. He's using simple baby words and baby phrases. Like you're uh, a carnival barker from the late 1800s trying to sell medicine out of the back of the truck. It's the best product you'll ever have. The best fucking, yes, you're going to live forever. You're going to feel great. You're going to grow your leg back. That got shot off in the Civil War, Timmy. All you got to do is drink this syrup and you'll be all good. It reminded me of that. It, it harkened back to an older time uh, that I wasn't around for, and I enjoyed it, you know? I used to hear from my great-grandfather and my grandfather about times like that, and it's, it's it made me laugh, but I, still, I didn't think it would go down. Then, as time went on, it just became more entertaining uh, over and over and over again, and uh, got invited to one of the rallies. They said, hey, why don't you come on out? Um, you know, drinking bros at the time was, was starting to get huge and we got invited to all the the campaign stuff in, uh, for all the 2016 candidates. And uh, I was like, all right, cool, I'll go out and, and see what the hype is all about. I had reserve seats and all that other shit. Turned out, it's the biggest crowd I've ever seen in my life. Of real people. Uh, it was probably the biggest crowd I was a part of and uh, other than like Coachella. Right? Coachella was probably something like that River Bend in uh, Chattanooga for all my friends up in uh, up in Chattanooga up there uh, an event like that you know draws about 100 110,000 people something like that where you're just like holy shit for like a fucking tailgate an Ohio State game for Christ's sakes it was amazing not only was everybody friendly but everybody was about America and everything else and it was a fucking fun time uh, met the family they were all great. Kind of bros. Met met Papa Trump. Reminded me of uh, a father who comes down during father-son weekend. Um, you know, at the fraternity house. Where you're, you're just like, ah shit, drinks are on me. Dinner's on me. Go whatever we want. Hey, what's up? Is that your girlfriend? Huh, she's hot. If you're tired of dating Billy, you can date me. Blah blah blah. It was great. He's awesome. It was just fun. It was just a fun fucking atmosphere. It was a fun time. And then I was like, fuck it. Wouldn't it be great if a non-politician actually won, really did care about America and, uh, and try to do the best for America first, right? What would happen? What would, what would happen? Um, because let's face it, over my lifetime, the ones that I can remember at least, uh, actually when it mattered. Let's go back to when it mattered, right? When I was uh, uh, old enough to understand relatively enough about politics Uh, what the president did or what they stood for or whatever, its probably Bill Clinton, if I'm being honest about it. Uh, That's when I kind of really understood what politics might be, were, everything else, all that other shit. Now, I don't lean left, obviously, but Bill Clinton was in there, and uh, financially the country was rolling. Everybody was doing all right. Not a lot of problems. It was fine. Seemed like it is what it it is. You know, I was like, all right, great. Who cares? Uh, Didn't vote for him, but the country seemed to be doing fine and all that other shit. And was like, all right, great. Who cares? Uh, He didn't really seem like a president either. He just seemed like this uh, dude from Arkansas. Uh, And then you cut to Bush, the younger one. Not great. Not great. Turned out he was a real fucking dummy. Okay? Made up a war, went on for 20 years. uh, weapons of mass destruction weren't there. None of that stuff. Maybe created 9-11. Maybe didn't. Kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole today. Uh, I don't believe in that one either, but uh, he's too dumb to do that. Um, but uh, not great. Obama came in had eight years after him. Not great. Uh, really wasn't amped about anything for the last 16 years. And then, uh, then it's Hillary. Now, Hillary just seemed like a fucking evil weirdo. Seemed like a little white Kim Jong-un. They wear the same goddamn pantsuits and shit like that. Uh, Wasn't amped about it. Wasn't uh, excited for that at all. Didn't want that to happen. Uh, Also didn't want another Democrat in there after the last one was in there. Because that wasn't any goddamn fun. Um, So then Papa Trump is up there. And I'm like, alright. These are my two choices. These are my two fucking choices: a non-politician versus uh, this woman who clearly wants to take over the world and uh, and let her husband fuck kids. That's whatever. That's that's what's on the table. That's what I have to choose from. I'm gonna go with this fucking dude. Let's see what happens. Then he wins. Then he wins and gets in. Shit storm. Shit storm happens. Actually, it happened before that. After he won the primaries, a shitstorm happened. Still, nobody thought he was going to win, and then he fucking won. Then he won the whole goddamn thing. Then when he was in there, I laughed. Speeches were still funny, hilarious, using words like bigly, all that shit. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, what, what's really going to happen? You got a reality TV star in there as president. What's really going to happen? Well, in my opinion, country was rolling. Same as it was when Clinton was in there financially. Everybody was doing well. It was fun. The speeches were hilarious. Uh, Going down to fucking Puerto Rico after the hurricane. Shooting jumpers with uh, uh, paper towels to the people. I thought it was fun. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a good time. I enjoyed all four years. Because there was something exciting and fun every single day. Who knows what he was going to say. And I thought most of his choices were correct. I like the idea of America first. I like the idea of getting off the tit of China. I like the idea of a fucking secure border. Call me crazy. Maybe because I live in Texas I like the idea of a secure border. I do. I don't know why anybody else doesn't. It's not like one of those motherfuckers has been down here. Not once since Biden took over. But I like the idea of putting America first, bringing back these jobs, putting them uh, in America, have everybody working, everybody making money, everybody having fun. And it turned out people didn't want to do that. They didn't want to have fun. Instead, it was more about who they identified as, or more importantly, what? What did they identify as? Because it wasn't a person anymore. It was something else. I'm a fucking a furry. I'm a goddamn car engine. I can be whatever I want to be, and that's what I identify with. Okay, cool. Well, how do you run a country like that? Been two and a half years. How's it working out? Fucking sucks. You got one who's stealing luggage, uh, dresses and, and kente fucking robes and shit from African designers and wearing them all over the goddamn place. Uh you get all these fucking people that want to sexualize our kids and all that other shit. And more importantly, we're not having any fun. We're not getting any sound bites. All these media outlets are going down the fucking toilet. CNN's not going to be a network anymore real goddamn soon if they don't figure it the fuck out. But they can't because they can't report anything negative about what's going on currently. New York Times has been a bust. Washington Post has been a bust. And then suddenly you needed Papa Trump again, dude. And there he was to save the day. Save the fucking day again, dude. Dude. And he comes back after that speech last night, and I swear to God, if you ask any of these motherfuckers, Anderson Cooper, if you ask Anderson Cooper privately at dinner last night what he really thought about Trump getting arrested and coming back, I guarantee to you in private he would have said, thank God. I don't even know if he believes in God, but he would have thanked him. Shit, he probably would have thanked Allah if you would have given him a fucking mat to kneel on. I guarantee you he was having, you know, rosé with whoever his homosexual partner is last night at dinner, and uh, they were cheersing each other and saying, we're back. We can finally talk about Trump again. Thank God. I got nothing out of Biden. You didn't hear one word out of that old fuck yesterday. Nothing. Wall-to-wall Trump. And it's going to be for a while. And they need it. They needed him to run again for president. Which he's going to. Now DeSantis is not so great for. Him. He's getting buried for it right now. Uh, for no reason other than, you know, Trump's bad, everything else. Uh, whether or not that's a good thing or not, I don't really know at this point. I don't know what's going on. but I, But I know this. After yesterday, I realized how much fun... We were all missing out on how we missed all the simplicity of it, how we missed the fucking voice. I mean the virus, the whole thing. We missed all that shit about Papa Trump. And if you really sit and think about why we missed it, it's pretty simple. It's pretty goddamn simple. Let's hear it for our next advertiser prize picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, it's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, the big game is always right around the corner. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moments into a hundred times your money potentially with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. It's demon time on Prize Picks, uh, so you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. Of up to hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah. Let's give it up to Liquid IV. Yeah.com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is gonna get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless. On accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. We're all a bunch of dummies, myself included, by the way. We're all dumb. Is there maybe a couple hundred thousand people who are smarter than the rest of us? You know, creating Uber, some other shits. Maybe. Maybe, maybe 200,000 people out of 330 million who are smart. Maybe. Maybe. But think about it. That's not that big of a segment of the population to really give a fuck about. And I know that sounds crazy because we're living off all this shit and our phones and apps and computers and everything else. Yes, we need those people. We do. But we're not catering to them. We don't need to design our entire fucking political system around these 200,000 smart people like fucking Bill Gates and those rapists who are out there uh, trying to buy up all the farmland and all this shit. And, and make some meat so we can be hybrid people and he could live forever and fucking inject toddler blood and all this other shit. Like, we don't need to cater to those 200,000 people because it's not a big enough segment of the population that we need to care about. Yes, they own everything and control everything, but they still need the stories from us dummies and us Trump dummies who love this shit on a daily basis to feed their machines and feed the fucking money coming through the goddamn banks. They need us. They need us fucking dumb Americans. They need Trump in there to talk down to us dummies, to give us something to root for every single goddamn day, to use simple terms, to give us a laugh at the end of the day. For people who still come home and sit there with their family and have the news on in the background, I don't care if it's your local news, or or it's David fucking Muir, America's most trusted news anchor on ABC. I don't care who the fuck it is. It's nice to hear these weird, hilarious sound bites from Trump on a nightly basis that we can all sit around the fucking tube and get a chuckle out of while we take a stab at our meatloaf with a fucking fork. It's enjoyable. It's like having a a, a drunk grandfather in the background, you know, where you're like, ah, fuck. He's going to say something fucked up any second, isn't he? And it's going to be borderline racist. And I'm going to get a a good hearty chuckle out of it because I'm alone having dinner with my family. and, And it's a nice little laugh because I've had a shitty day at my job that I really don't enjoy that much. Now, myself excluded out of this, obviously. I love what I do. But it doesn't mean that I still don't want to be entertained throughout my day and my nights. And that's kind of what the office of president is. One, do a decent job and put America first. Because that's not happening right now and we're seeing the results of it and it sucks. Two, it should be mandatory that you have a fucking personality. Because god damn it You're the president of the United States You're going to have to give a, a ton of speeches They're going to cover it on all these outlets You better be fucking good at it Do you know one boring wrestler Who's been champion of the world In WWF Or E No you don't Because you have to have a fucking personality To talk to the whole goddamn world So they'll pay attention to your shit And watch your shit And care about your shit On a daily basis That was Trump shit. That was the one thing Obama was good at. He was a great orator. The way he uh, dragged out his words and made everybody care about it. It was good. It was entertaining. He was an entertaining orator. And that I'll give him. He sucked to being president of the country. We just want somebody in there's America first. And now that we're uh, in a goddamn war with Ukraine and and Russia, which let's face it, we are, we're in this war with them. We're sending them a shit ton of money every goddamn day, tanks, rocket launchers, handgun. I'd be surprised if Biden didn't send them a box full of Derringers for the ladies, you know, Hey, keep this on your boot, keep this uh, on your fucking bootstrap there, you know, tuck it in your garter belts and go fire some shots across the border over there we've given them everything we possibly could over there trump wouldn't have done that he wouldn't have send those motherfuckers a nickel dude not one red cent unless it was gonna benefit america in some way shape or fashion i don't think putin would have got into it why trump's f- fucking crazy dude and that's what we loved you need a guy with an itchy trigger finger in there who's going to look at his Soleimani in Iran and say, you know what? I feel like blowing that motherfucker off the face of the earth today. Boop. I'm just going to press that, but ring it up, boys. And then you go in there and, and uh, you only have to, to identify him with his fucking teeth. That's the only thing that's left that you can find to identify that guy with and his ding-dong. I heard his fucking penis was one of the things that got blown up in that explosion and that's great It scares the shit out of other leaders around the world and occasionally you gotta do that just to shake it up and keep everybody on their toes so we're not trapped in something like we are now and giving all our fucking money away giving all our time away, all our resources away to this stupid shit and that's why we needed him in there and we kind of forgot about it I did Of course over the last year uh, Fuck man Maybe year and a half I have kind of forgotten about Trump You know When you're not on social media every day When you don't have the platform of the presidency And all that shit uh, The media's not talking about it anymore You kind of forget about it I forgot about Papa Trump And when he popped up yesterday, I was like, God damn it, I missed him. You know? God damn it, I missed him. And with all these outlets that I talked about, going on air, saying how sad it was. Oh, man, it was a fucking drought. Oh, sad day for America and all that shit. And then you look at who they are. Let's start with A. Coops, since I, I talked about him earlier, Anderson Cooper. He's Vanderbilt. He's from the Vanderbilt family. Now... In the course of, of chasing their wealth throughout their family history, a shit ton of people have died. It was an evil family. Everybody said they were evil. They were awful people and all that other shit. He's a, a descendant of the Vanderbilts. He's a Vanderbilts. And uh, it's a long lineage. I know he did the fucking interview where he said, yeah, they gave up all the money before, you know, my grandmother got in there. Would it, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Anderson Cooper. You know you're sitting on a goddamn fortune. That's the only reason you're on television is because you're a Vanderbilt. You're gonna sit there behind the mic and oh no, it's a sad day. Today at one forty-seven PM, Donald Trump got arrested. Ugh. Ugh. Stop it. Your entire inheritance was built off of fucking cheap labor. People dying out there in hot-ass fields in the 1800s, building shit for your great-great-grandpappy. So shut the fuck up and spare me that you give a fuck about that. Rachel Maddow. She was another one last night. Oh, it's a sad day for America Oh, we knew it was coming. Well, we knew, and uh, we're not going to cut away to his speech in Mar-a-Lago because it's, uh, well, frankly, we don't find it newsworthy. And then what she said, looking right down the barrel of the lens, right in the camera, she said, We'll keep a close eye on it, and if there is anything that is newsworthy, we'll update you. We'll patch you in, folks. But uh, right now, we don't find any of this newsworthy. Well, that's interesting, Rach. Because you sure did the the whole goddamn day on your network. MSNBC was wall-to-wall with that shit all day long. They were tracking that plane so closely. You can see Greta Toonbear's fucking face-melting from the emissions coming off the back of Trump's private plane. You guys had that story covered wall to fucking wall all goddamn day long yesterday. But now you don't find it newsworthy? Trump's first statement after he gets arrested, after you guys covered it all goddamn day, what a sad day for the country it was. You're like, nah, it wouldn't be newsworthy to hear what he he says about it. We'll just cut away. We're all good. They were the only ones that didn't carry his speech last night. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, Rach, um, just out of curiosity, on that Epstein uh, Island list that was leaked and they said you were there, what the fuck were you doing there? Now, yeah, we know there's underage girls on that island for sure. We know about that. That was one of the surprising ones that I read on there. Could it have been altered? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's real or not. Government won't say shit about it. It won't say who the fuck was there. They don't give a fuck about that. Guess what that case was trialed to? State of New York. State of New York had that for a while. They had that black book for a while. I think they pushed it on down to Virginia after that. But somewhere, all that shit exists. Now, the client list that was leaked, that was down there, she was on it. Can't verify it or not. But let's say she was. Is there anybody who would love an underage girl more than Rachel Maddow? Probably not. Probably not. She's gonna stand, stare in the fucking camera with that one cock eye, kind of, kind of looking inward like Biggie Smalls, and uh, and then just tell you straight to your face, this isn't newsworthy. You know what? She's so goddamn important that she'll tell you what's newsworthy and what's not. Oh, thanks, Rach. Thanks, hun. You did, yo, you did us a favor. You did such a great job of that. Thank you for sparing us. You might as well be a fucking podcast at that point if you're just going to give your opinion and not report the actual news. What's the point? If you're determining what's newsworthy, then you're actually editing it yourself and it's just an op-ed piece at that point. Call it that. Which is probably why she's out of there in May anyways. Right? She's gone. It's going to be Jen Psaki taking over now. Which, that's a whole, fucka, whole fucking bag of, of flaming dog shit right there. Have fun with that in the ratings. Uh-huh. Have fun with uh, uh, the female carrot top in there. With the personality of an actual fucking carrot in there. I'm sure that'll really bring in the ratings there. The Circle Girl is going to save that fucking network. Not a prayer. Unless you got Papa Trump back in the news, which you do. You do. And he might give her that ratings boost and that great start that she needs to kind of continue down this path of shittiness of MSNBC. Now, the, the one with the biggest ratings out of all these motherfuckers, and it's not even close, it's Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson doesn't need anybody. He didn't need a guest on, doesn't need anybody. It just needs to be Tucker Carlson on there talking about shit. And it's it's not close. He's double, triple the ratings of everybody else. shit. He's five times the ratings of CNN during that time slot right now. Five times as high, ratings-wise. What does he do last night? Hey, man, I'm going to talk to a couple people about the guest and uh, Trump's speech... Happened to have been smack dab in the middle of his own fucking show. And he goes, you know what? I think this is interesting. I want to see what he says. Let's just cut away and go full screen. We'll go live the entire time. He didn't put his head in the corner. It didn't have to be seen during the whole fucking speech. He said, cut away to it. Who gives a shit? Let's rock. Highest ratings ever last night. Highest ratings ever. And he gave half the show away to Trump's speech. Didn't stick his head in a box or in a corner or anything else. Just gave it away. Didn't have to. Didn't need it. He's the only one that doesn't need Trump. And he gave it away. But let's face it, we all need him. We all need him and we all goddamn miss him. Strange, isn't it? It's fucking strange, dude. A year and a half went by and I didn't realize how much I missed it. So I had it back again. I got a little taste. Got a little taste of Papa Trump back there. And man was that motherfucker in his bag last night. Holy shit. I told you it was a great speech. It really was. I was in it. I was wrapped up in it. Using using words again that don't really fucking make any sense. It was a perfect call with a perfect person. Talked about maybe being prosecuted in Georgia over a perfect call. Talked about how it was more perfect than a call. He was on with Zelensky years ago. It's Perfect. Bigly was used last night. All the fun words were used last night. All those fun words that we missed were used last night. And we missed it. We all just fucking missed it, dude. I looked up at my wife. She was cooking last night. We're on Central Time, so it's an hour earlier. Came on about 8.15, 8.20 eastern time it's about 7 15 our time she's cooking kids are in the bathtub we got trump on doing his speech and we start laughing again dude she started laughing having a good time she's <laughs> laughing about the good old i was like oh shit dude i forgot what this was like every night it was hilarious and you always took all of it with a grain of salt because at the end of the day We do genuinely believe that he does have America's interests. uh, First and foremost, you know, like the America first shit really did seem real. And he was doing that shit. He went to North Korea to make sure nobody was blowing up anybody, you know, doing anything stupid. He was getting on the phone with Zelensky and these fucks and threatening people. He was blowing up uh, the head of of defense in, in Iran. He was doing shit like that. And he was doing it in a manner that we thought was pretty fucking hilarious. And as he was giving this speech, well, my wife's laughing, I'm laughing last night. I sat back with a hard AF seltzer, cracked meal in my lap. And I I realized, just sitting there laughing again, watching this shit, man, that that's what it should be about. That's what the office of the president should be about. It should be about a little bit of entertainment, should be America first and then kind of vaguely threatening people around the world of what you would do to them. That's what we're missing out of the president of the United States. One can only assume that that was what it was like when Reagan was there. Another actor, another guy who was uh, good with an audience, he was good with the camera Watched a doc on him, and uh, he would do multiple takes on things and tell people how to edit it together. was kind of giving notes on where to push in and push out. I can only imagine Trump was doing the same, you know, in an ironic way, whether it's on purpose or not. I don't know, and I don't care. I find it fucking hilarious. I follow the family on Instagram because I, uh, uh, like I said before, I, I met up with those guys at, at events over the years. And uh, I found them all to be very nice and very affable. Again, they, they felt like bros. They just felt like fraternity bros. Uh, just kind of good dudes. They do not really give a shit about much. Um, never really got into politics that much. Just wanted to chat about other shits. Uh, Eric's wife is from Wilmington. Family's from Wilmington, uh, which I love. And uh, they're all nice, normal people. I even, fuck. We sat with her parents too. Last time they were lovely. She was lovely. All of them are just nice, cool, down to earth people. And I sat there and I was I was like, God damn it, man! I'm just like every other American right now, you know, sitting down having a meal, drinking some eight percent, trying to shake some of the shitty phone calls and conversations uh, that I had when I when I get off the podcast uh, with some business people that I don't really enjoy being on. And it's, you know, 7 o'clock, news is on. Great. It's the president, all right? What the fuck's going on in the world? Just needed some weird, soothing voice and a couple chuckles, dude, to get me through the nights. And then I can, you know, watch whatever murder shit on Netflix I'm going to get into with my wife. Whatever the fuck she wants. Love is blind. I'm going to watch that and uh, and pretend that this guy is not disappointed in the girl with the, that he picked Blindly behind the wall with a fucking nine million pock marks on her face, she looks like Manuel Noriega. Like I, you know, I've seen it a couple chuckles before I get into that. Because let's face it, it's dudes, and we're we're half this goddamn country too, uh, and so we're women, and there's kind of nothing else there. I uh, know I'm not gonna recognize whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, um, but as dudes. You know, fifty percent. It's it's kind of over for us at this point in the in the year. It's April. March Madness is done. NFL is done. College football is done. College basketball is done. We got the Masters this weekend. You know we got some baseball on here and there, which I love. But these uh, early games in baseball don't really mean much. You know, kind of picks back up in the fall. Uh, When the playoff run starts happening, the World Series and all that fun stuff, that's when it's great. Love the Masters, but it's only four days. Then you're kind of stuck after that. Masters is over. You got some uh, onesie-twosie UFC fights here and there. You know, Maybe one or two good boxing matches for the rest of the summer. But, you know, that's when you really get into the dog days of summer and there's not a lot going on. And that's when you miss Papa Trump that's when you miss him because he's not there at nights. And we're hearing about this depressing shit going on around the world and in our own daily lives. Jesus Christ, man. If I look at a fucking grocery bill that's over $250 for three days, three days worth of food, I'm gonna lose my shit. If you look at my fucking gas bill, just gasoline at the fucking tank dude and every goddamn tank is over 110 dollars fuck off yeah put put trump in there i don't give a shit i don't give a shit put him in there for that reason alone put him back in there for christ's sakes dude if i see one more goddamn thing out of this dummy press secretary Whoever that black chick is, the, the fucking Kenji, whatever the fuck her name, no idea what her name is. No idea what initial, Jean-Pierre, Luke Picard, whatever the fuck she's going by. If I have to hear one more fucking press conference every day about how much we're giving to Ukraine tomorrow, Jesus Christ, it's like a fucking kid who's addicted to crack rock and it's like you can't let him die because he's your own kid and you got to track him down to make sure he's in fucking rehab every day you got to check up on him i don't want to fucking hear about ukraine anymore i don't care i don't want to give him any any fucking money we got plenty of problems here if i have to hear about this shit at the border one more goddamn time and everything that's that's coming over with fentanyl and all this other shit and if you don't live near it Probably doesn't really affect you. I probably see it more than you do, and I realize that. Down in Texas, if I have to one more story about some kid who's fucking eating a, 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 you know, one tab of ecstasy that's got fentanyl in it and dies, and he's a fucking normal kid who's on a JV football team down here. God damn it, it's depressing. I don't want to hear about that shit anymore. Fix it. Do something. But they're not. Shit. They won't even talk about it trump was willing to at least he was trying to talk about it and he was talking about it in an entertaining manner he was threatening to kill all those motherfuckers threatening to shoot them at the border i like that i miss that and i didn't know i didn't know until last night when he popped back up last night where i was like god damn it dude i miss it i miss it and my only regrets is not being in you know some of these newsrooms and hearing everybody huddled up, all the excitement going on, even on the the left, all those, all those shit bags that I was talking about, Rachel Maddow and, and Anderson Cooper and all those guys, because you know they were all excited, they finally had energy for one day, something something entertaining was going on in their lives, and they got to talk about it again. But they'll never admit it. They'll never fucking admit it. And quietly, most of these places are letting their staffers go. 50 got let go, I think, yesterday from ABC News. Gone. All these news channels are are, are evaporating because they're not allowed to say anything negative about what's currently going on. There's nothing positive going on from this administration, so they're stuck. Stuck in the fucking mud there, and they're like, shit, what do we talk about every day? Well... Fuck. Let's let's talk about the the transgender chick on the Bud Light can, or the dude, or whoever the fuck it is, whatever the fuck they're going by. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Kid Rock, you know, blowing up the beer cans. But let's face it, that's a fucking thirty second story. Can't really stretch that out. Why? You don't want to show machine guns. You don't want to show Kid Rock with an AR-15. Think you got to talk about the gun. I mean, I know you're really hoping to talk about the transgender. Uh, Instead, but then he pulled out the gun and blew up the fucking Bud Light cans and all that other shit, which is why you should drink hard AF seltzer. Uh, At no point in the future will I be putting uh, any transgender on any can that I have. Okay, I can promise you that. That will not be happening. All right? Now, you want to come on uh, the old television program on on Patreon and stuff a full can up their asshole? I'll watch it. I will watch anybody stuff something up their ass that shouldn't go up there. Whether or not they have a dick and tits or not, I will watch that go down out of sheer entertainment. If you need proof, go back to that episode where homeboy jammed that jar in his ass and then bled profusely all over the fucking floor after it shattered inside of his asshole. yes. I will watch any human being alive, man or woman, Jan something up their asshole that shouldn't be up there. I'll do it just because I enjoy it, but I'm not going to have them on a fucking can. All right. I'm not going to do that bullshit. I'm not catering to the 200,000 or so people that are transgender, whatever it is. Same way. I'm not catering to those fucking 200,000 smart people. Right? We shouldn't be catering to them either. We got to be catering to the normal, dummy American audience that we all are. Myself included. And there's one guy that really united us. He even united us in the, for the people who hated him. People who hated him still fucking hated him. Ah, fucking Trump, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But then you needed him. What did guys like Rob Reiner do for the last two years? Bet Midler, Alyssa Milano, or all those other fucking dickhead celebrities like Deborah Messing—all they—they still wouldn't shut the fuck up about Trump. They still because they couldn't, they couldn't gain any traction, they couldn't do anything. Now they can. Now they're able to talk about him again. Yay! Retweet if you if you agree with me. Heart, press the like button if you like it. Um, do something and write a comment about it and just tell me that we're great. We did it. We've all all done it. You didn't do anything. You didn't do shit. All you did was was send out a fucking reminder to America how much we miss this motherfucker on TV every day. It's like a care package in the mail. of Like, oh, shit. Hey, we still exist. here's, Here's a free sample. Here's a, here's a free goddamn piece of corn. Enjoy it. It's a piece of New Jersey corn to fucking gnaw on. Did you miss it? Go buy some of the grocery store. There's a sale on Saturday. Right? That's all it is. It's that once a year reminder from the Girl Scouts where you get the thin mints and you're like, ah, shit, I really did like these cookies. I wasn't just suckered in by the fat mom and her fucking children outside the CVS. Trying to catch me for eight boxes. Yeah, of course, I'm going to give you money. So I feel bad. feel bad for the dumpy mom who's been eating all the fucking cookies, you know, buying them up so her daughter could get the patch on the thing. Here, give me eight. Yeah, all right. Throw them in the truck, get home, throw them on the grounds. Kids open them up. I end up having one. You're like, ah, oh, shit. I do like a thin mint. Maybe I was too hard on that dumpy mom. I forgot. What a nice little reminder that I do enjoy that delicious little cookie from the Girl Scouts. Just once a year. That's what it was like when Trump was back on TV last night. Just a nice little friendly reminder that we missed him. We miss fun in our lives again, you know? Same reason as a Fast and Furious or a a fucking Mario movie. Or the, the goddamn, what's coming out this weekend? The Nike movie, the Air movie. Just fun. Some of you just go in and be like, "All right, great. I love Michael Jordan. I love Michael Jordan. How did this story start? And who do we got? A couple of all-American dirtbags in that. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Met them both in real life numerous times. Matt swears he says the he says fuck every other word. He's great. Probably still chain smokes too. I know Ben does. Ben's the same dickhead you think he is. And we need that. We need that in America we root for it we love it it's comforting I can't wait sit in a cold ass theater this weekend in hot ass Texas and just be comforted by a basic fucking story about the creation of Nike and Michael Jordan a beloved figure a story that I already know I already know and lived as a kid but god damn it it just feels right it just feels comfortable and it feels right and that was the reminder that Trump brought us last night I was like, shit I'm just a simple dumb dumb dude It just wants to be entertained with mindless shit From time to time, man To just kind of get through the fucking days I'll be the first one in the theater Friday night to see air I'll be puckered up with a, a bag of popcorn That's bigger than my whole goddamn head Greased up full of butter Some goobers Yep Goober guy, I'll admit it. Chocolate peanuts, simple, delightful, dumb. Okay? I go to one of those theaters where I can booze up. Great, what's the tallest drink you have? It's a two hour movie. Give me the fucking tall glass. Give me the one they use for, for Beer Fest in Germany, for Christ's sakes, Oktoberfest. Give me that thing. Fill up the boots. Full of whatever craft beer that you can imagine. Or just some basic Lone Star Texas brand. So I can feel like a fucking American again. As I watch the story of Michael Jordan. And my fat ass eats fucking popcorn. Greased with butter. A box full of goobers. And a fucking empty shoe. That's longer than my leg filled up with. With America's shittiest beer. Let's go. That's what America is. Sign me up for that, and that's what I kind of want back. So yeah, a while ago, maybe right out to the election, two weeks, I had a couple, I a couple weeks to think about it, and I was like, ah, shit, man. Maybe Trump was a little much. Maybe this, that, the other. Maybe it should be DeSantis. Maybe, you know. Maybe it should be him. Maybe that would be the wise choice and everything else. And then last night happens. And I'm like, well, shit. I do like DeSantis. He's a reasonable guy, it seems like. Florida seems like they're making all the right moves right now. Obviously, the Seltzers down there done a lot of events down there. Went went there all throughout COVID. Traveled all throughout COVID. Florida was fucking wide open. Can still buy alligators there. Drugs are pretty easy to come by for literally everything. They got medicinal weed down there. Same thing as California. You show up at some, one of those hokey doctors for 60 bucks, get a card with your picture on it, just walk in, say you need some weed. Maybe you'll legalize it. You know, who knows? Maybe maybe DeSantis is the right choice, and then, boom, last night happens. And I was like, eh, but it wouldn't be as fun. It wouldn't be as fun. And Daddy wants to be entertained, you know? As I get older, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at the tender age of 33, obviously. But as I get older, you sit back at the end of one of these long days and you're like, shit, I'd be lucky, lucky if I could catch an hour of entertainment. That's why people love podcasts so much. That's why you guys love these podcasts so much. It's just something... To listen to on the way in or way out of work. Either you're going into a job you hate or coming out of a job you hate. And it's it's a fun, you know, hour, 90 minutes to kill some people having some laughs. Maybe agree with you. And, uh, and, and put America first, right? So maybe I've switched. And, and maybe that's what I want now. And I think it is. I just want some fucking entertainment, dude, for four more years. Could DeSantis get in there and go eight afterwards? Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be great if they ate up the next 12 years like that. Papa Trump was in there for four more crazy years. God knows it's good for business. It's good for our industry. It's good for, for, for media in general. Those dummies not want fucking jobs? I don't get it. I simply don't understand it. And I guarantee you, As they're sitting around in those those offices today, New York and L.A., and they're looking at the ratings, they're looking at the overnights, they're probably fucking nudging each other with their elbows saying, God damn it, look at these ratings yesterday. Seems like the good old days. Maybe we want them back. Maybe we want them back, baby. And if that's the case... Maybe start leaking some fucking Hunter Biden shit out there. We know it exists. We already know that. We've already seen it. Saw it on 4chan. Saw it on Twitter. Saw it on all these places. Do yourself a favor. You know, start leaking out some negative shit so you can get him back there. Do you not care about your job security? Shocking if you don't. Shocking if you don't. But maybe that's just today's world, though. People don't care about their jobs. People don't care about where they work. They're miserable everywhere, so might as well be miserable at fucking Chick-fil-A. They might as well be miserable at uh, Dillard's. You know? Might as well be miserable at fucking Popeye's. I don't know the answer. I'm trying to figure it out. Because you drove them out of there. It was a collective movement to get them out of there and then it costs everybody all their fucking jobs it costs us a shit ton of fun worst of all america's last and that fucking sucks so do yourself a favor if you're listening if you're in one of those huge uh media towers today if you're at uh, the new york times building where you're only relegated to the fifth floor even though you still own the whole goddamn building and it's rented out to somebody else. Yeah, I don't think I know about that. I do. Maybe just print some of the facts of what's going on in the current administration and all that other shit. Put it out there. Change the narrative or at least give people the option to see what's actually going on out there and whether or not they would actually want to make a choice for the last 4 years when Trump was in office and shit was pretty goddamn good. It's pretty goddamn good. Sure, it got fucked up from that thing in China. Did that did that seem legit? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why? For what? I don't know. And I still can't figure it out. Is it is it so those those 200,000 smart folks can have a shit ton of money, maybe, I don't know, I don't know, but there's 330 million of us here in this goddamn country, so figure it the fuck out, do you just want the couple hundred thousand smart people to have all the money and make the decisions for, for everybody else so we can all be fucking miserable, or would you rather just live in a fucking nation that's pretty goddamn peaceful and we can all have a few laughs at our goddamn president every night i swear to god you'll see what happens and if you ain't a hope get up on my trap house i been selling packs like the fifth really never made no difference with the shit judge i told me flip them packs and how to maintain get that money back and spend it